OTB Sports Rugby. 1-15, to everyone's got a role to play in terms of breaking down the opposition, but it's an enjoyable attack to, to be involved in because we all like to play rugby and get our hands on the ball and stuff like that. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Football on Off The Ball with Sky. Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more live on Sky Sports. So after a break for the internationals and the FA Cup, the WSL is back this weekend. Manchester United top of the table, but it is very tight at the top. They're just a point ahead of Chelsea. Three points clear of Manchester City and Arsenal uh, just trailing six points behind. The big game of the weekend, though, is actually the League Cup final. The Conti Cup final is on on Sunday. That sees Arsenal take on Chelsea. Chelsea in the final for the fourth year in a row. Arsenal have won it more than anybody else. It takes place at Selhurst Park. Park, and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Shaban Ahern. How are you keeping Shaban? Hi Nathan, well thanks, how are you? I'm very well. So these two sides know each other very well at this stage. Arsenal and Chelsea was watching them last weekend in the FA Cup when Chelsea knocked Arsenal out with a 2-0 victory, which probably wasn't totally reflective on the game. Arsenal had a lot of chances, were pretty wasteful in front of goal. Uh, Stina Blackstenius came in for a lot of stick after the match. They're obviously missing two of the superstars of the game in Beth Mead and Vivian Miedema. And is it too simplistic to say that's the problem for Arsenal right now, that you're missing two of the best strikers in world football? What more can you expect? Mm. I think you do have to give them that grace. You know, I do think the team hasn't been able to quite click with the absence of Beth Mead and Viviana Miedema. And since they're Injuries, things just haven't been the same. You know, they had found a real firepower. They had found a good connection. You know, Stina Blackstenians was linking up nicely. Um, Frida Manham had actually come out of her shell as well and started banging them in for fun. But I actually think the absence of, of Viv and Beth in the squad seems to have affected the team a lot more than I thought it would. I don't know why I thought that, but because they're such big characters, of course, on and off the pitch. But I thought Arsenal would have coped a little bit better. I have to say. Did their absence become too great a thing because of how they handled the transfer window? And we're obviously very aware of the speculation surrounding Katie McCabe and a potential move to Chelsea. It did seem as though they were going all in on Elise Russo from Manchester United and what would have been a world record transfer. But that didn't happen. And then the knock-on effect is maybe undermining Stina Blackstenius because they're looking for a replacement. That doesn't happen. She's expected to fill the boots of uh, Mead and Miedema and they've sort of left themselves in a weird limbo where nobody's quite happy. Yeah, maybe there was an over-reliance on Stina Blackstenius and her ability in front of goal in the beginning. You know, maybe she wasn't the answer for Arsenal from the the start. Um, She certainly wasn't going to be the first place choice, I don't think anyway. And it's, I feel for her. I do feel for her because obviously our confidence is low. It feels like every game, the flag goes up on so many occasions. Uh, it feels like, yeah, she's wasteful in front of goal. Obviously our, our confidence is low. And then when you're part of maybe being traded in a transfer window, that's maybe you're not aware of, I look and go, oh, well, that's just, you know, no wonder she's not performing. She is a, a physical, good player and she should be doing better but you're almost ready to see that click for her now, you know, and for it to click into place. Arsenal need to do something. They've got an opportunity to win silverware this weekend. And that would, I think, take a little bit of pressure off everybody. Because there is a bit of pressure mounting. It does feel 
as much as it's six points in the title race the fact that there's three teams ahead of them it's going to be hard to get themselves right back into the mix again Katie McCabe's performance last week you know she had one one good opportunity the rebound probably should have been tucked away are we past the question marks about her position in that team and you know starting a cup final Good question. Very, very good question. She moved into left back, didn't she, in the second half of the mm-hmm. game? Um, and that's what I actually thought. That's where that's where Katie shines. I think that's where she's comfortable. Um, that's where you can see the the attack coming a little bit more. Nice balls go in from Kate McCabe. Um, that for me sits right. But that's not what we're seeing an awful lot of recently. You know, she started on the wing, of course, on that game on the right side. So um, I get it. They're down players. They're trying to, Jonas Edeville is trying to find what works um, and try and, you know, get some sort of rhythm. Um, Whether we will see that moving forward to this weekend, considering they played Chelsea that last weekend, I think you and I have different opinions on that game because I thought Arsenal were, were not good. You know, I know that they can be much better than that. I thought Chelsea dominated. And I think then seven days down the line, knowing that there's an opportunity of silverware at stake, I look and go, Chelsea are licking their lips unless there are major changes to be made. So I would hope to see positional changes in the team for Arsenal come Sunday. But I don't know if that's going to happen because I think Jonas is probably happy with the way that he's doing things. I guess when I'm looking at it, I'm probably focusing more on the chances and the missed chances for Arsenal because... Mm. When you talk about Chelsea, like some of the individual performances from the Chelsea players, it feels are at a, a step above right now. Like yeah. Lauren James is a player that's been talked about in England for a long time and seemed to be the standout player in their recent internationals. And I, like I couldn't believe that she was still just twenty-one. Like, are we looking at the next superstar of the game in, in yeah. English football? Is she, yeah. is she that good? Yeah, she's that good. In real life, she's delightful uh, to watch as well. You know, she she glides. She makes it look fun. Uh, Emma Hayes, because bear in mind, when at Manchester United, she was excellent. When she got the move to Chelsea, we didn't see her for the majority of a season. Um, so there was work to be done on her there. But at the minute, for England, for Chelsea, Lauren James is the future. Um, and, and she does. I mean, she she's bringing that team up another level, up another gear. Um, she she's scoring, she's assisting, she's doing exactly what she needs to be doing, and she's a physical player as well. And actually, last weekend watching her, she was uh, one on ones with Steph Catley. Lauren James had her in her pocket. She sent her to the shops to come back with a change. You know, it, it, it definitely seemed like Lauren James dominated that performance. And I actually felt then when Katie McCabe went into that position, it, it nullified Lauren James that little bit more. Um, so I, I they're, they're excellent at the moment. It's hard to fault Chelsea at this point in time. And then you look at Chelsea's bench and you're like, hold on a minute. You know, they, they can go up another level. So um, it's going to be tough for Arsenal this weekend. They don't have the depth that, that Chelsea have. They're missing two of their goal scorers. And their confidence is low, you know, so they're going to have to really dig deep. I want it for Arsenal this weekend. I really, I think the players deserve it. I think the squad deserves it. The fans deserve it. It's It's been a long time without silverware, but they ha- are going to have to go the extra mile against Chelsea this weekend. And I was at um, the Quantic Cup final last year and Manchester City shocked Chelsea that day. So I don't think Emma Hayes allows that to happen in a final again, especially with... Arsenal sitting in fourth on the table at the moment, you know, it's, for me, it doesn't happen. It's going to be a really tough game, I think, for Arsenal. If our listeners aren't already well aware of uh, Sam Kerr, who was top scorer mm. in the WSL for the last 
couple of seasons obviously she's very much on our radar right now from an Irish point of view because she'd be leading the line for Australia in that opening game of the World Cup uh, talk about Lauren James quality this is one of the consistently best players in world football who the Irish defence are going to be facing in that first World Cup game <laughs> It's going to be mental, isn't it? It's going to be just total chaos. And I actually was speaking to um, Rusha and Katie when they came back from camp um, and they had a behind-closed-doors game against Germany. Mm. What a a great place to test yourself against Germany. Um, And that was a solid workout. And then they played China and it was good to come away with a goalish draw in that game. Um, And we're talking about Ireland defensively. We know our solids, you know, they, they do their duties Every time, um, the hard to break down, a low block, that's clear. And I'm sure Nathan, when I spoke to you last time, we're saying what else though going forward? Feels like maybe they're missing a Leanne Kiernan at the moment, Jesu, something like that. You look at the attacking players for Australia, Sam Kerr, Caitlin Ford, they're non-stop, they're relentless. And, and you know, they just won their international competition as well. That I, I, I know that Ireland will be able to defensively knack them but also going forward I want to be able to see Ireland do something that they can do as well because Sam Kerr is for me the best striker in the world Ireland don't have that player right now and mm. like it was interesting listening to Vera Powell talk about the work that they had done was on improving their attacking shape and their ability to create opportunities and the concern was that actually they had spent 10 days working on that and listen it's a pre-season game or it's a you know pre-world cup game in front of mm. not much of a crowd there's no great energy to it but it didn't feel like that was been reflected that work was actually been reflected on the pitch and listen maybe that's always going to be limited because it does feel as though Ireland's game plan is to be rock solid defensively not to concede many goals is it six seven internationals out without conceding at all chances are going to be few and far between but for Ireland to achieve at this World Cup it does feel that's the next step that they need to be able to you're not going to get through three games in the tournament by just creating one or two chances per game they need to be better better in that part of the pitch yeah and that's the thing if you're going to see players come back from injury on time you know you would you would welcome that so much with open arms and I think Vera Pau knows that the squad know that going forward they need something they need a, a, a rub of the green shall we say um, and that would be excellent for Ireland but I don't know where it's coming from you know you know you're going to get a world day maybe from Kate McCabe Denise Sullivan you know they'll always be there to offer that but they need somebody in front of goal who's just a fox in a box ready you know and, and available and fit um, and hopefully that changes between now and the World Cup but one thing will be lacking in that player and that'll probably be game time and experience because they'll be coming back from an injury. I hope it's Leanne Kiernan. It'd be great mm. to see her back. Uh, just to continue that team then, the, the big winner, it feels, of that break was Aoife Mannion, who was mm. one of the three players to come in, started that game against China, looked very at home in that very experienced Irish defence and then follows it up by making her first start in a hell of a long time at club level for Manchester United last weekend. So United are top of the WSL. They play Leicester on Sunday. How much game time is she likely to get in that Manchester United defence at full strength between now and the end of the season? Good question. Um, I think now you'll be looking and saying, it's interesting because clubs and countries have so many, managers have to suss all that out. You know, it's a conversation I'm having just now um, with, you know, my sister. You know, how, how, how do you make sure you get minutes at Aston Villa? 
to make sure that then you're available for your manager of your country as well. You know, it's so many details they have to get right. And then you're trying to please 11 players, obviously, 11 starting players. And then the bench as well, who'll all be working their socks off to get that call up for their country as well. But Aoife Mannion's been pretty consistent in the opportunities that she's been given for Manchester United. Um, it was great to see her get that call up and and make the switch to to join Ireland. She's a, she's a key player. I think she'll be excellent. Um, so I would hope to see it happen again and again. But we know that Manchester United are a strong team. Defensively, they're sound. But Aoife Mannion is part of the... The reason that that Manchester United have been performing this season, so I think you've got to give her credit for that as well, and how hard she's been working. I hear that she's a lovely ghetto, you know, a really sound ghetto. With um, th- th- she's just an interesting personality. She's, you know, her in her own way, um, a, a quietly sound, confident, strong person. She's the characters that you need in that Ireland side as well. So hopefully she gets those minutes at Manchester United. I'm confident she will. Um, but there's so many other other players to please. That soundness, that's her male heritage, you see. It just comes comes so naturally to people from Mayo to be like that. Is that, is that what that, that is? That okay. is exactly what it is. Uh, <laughs> on the WSL, so Manchester United are a point clear at the moment. United play Chelsea the week after this. So on, on Sunday week, the 12th of March. When you look at that table, even though City are only three points behind and Arsenal are six points behind. Does it does it feel like a two-horse race? Does it feel like that game between United and Chelsea is a title decider? United and Chelsea, possibly, yes. I still can't see how Arsenal are sitting fourth in the table. It's just, I, I, I find it just strange to look at at the minute. In my head, I always thought Arsenal would be top two. You know, they would win the league or they'd be in second. But now that doesn't look possible. It's actually worrying that Arsenal could drop out of that Champions League spot because Manchester City are off on this unbeaten run. I don't know the tally off the top of my head. I want to say it's 14 or 15. Um, Manchester City are strengthening all areas and quietly going about their business. Chelsea don't die. That seems to be the way it is just now. In any game, they will not crumble. And Manchester United are top of the table. So, I mean, of course, Arsenal still have that game in hand. But it feels like at the minute, these teams above them are finding their strides. And week in, week out, when you watch them, they're not disappointing. You know, they're making sure that they're taking all the points. So um, it's interesting to look at. I don't want to see that Arsenal are dropping down, but I do think at the moment, it looks like, I think City could sneak up in there. You know, I wouldn't rule them out, that's for sure. All right, Shaban, great stuff as always. Thank you, Nathan. Have a good one. All right. All our football coverage here on Off The Ball is, as always, brought to you by Sky. You can watch all the football you love, including the biggest Premier League and WSL games live every weekend, live on Sky Sports. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. Get more of the sports you love on Sports Extra with BT Sport and Premier Sports. This is News Talk.